Uh uh. Yeah, you don't steal my line. Man's <laughs> alive. Welcome back, everybody. Pure finesse. Weekly recap. Malcolm was trying to steal my lines, but I'm just a little quicker than. I was going to do the hand signal, the hand motion, not the actual oh. line. I was going to. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Today we start off with golf because it's Masters Week in November. First time ever in the illustrious history of arguably the best tournament in the world, the Masters. Arguably. Yes. A lot of people didn't think it was going to happen this year because of COVID, because obviously it's not in April. But everyone pulled it together for a November Masters for the first time, and it's been nothing short of awesome for a lot of golf fans and sports fans in general, because a lot of people look forward to the Masters in April. But yeah. November. And Tiger. Whatever. Tiger started off well. Four under was in the top 10, and he's kind of fizzled out now. Uh, Saturday was not a good day for Tiger. It was even par, but yeah. you could obviously see that there were some back issues because Thursday it was rained out for most of the first round, two-and-a-half-hour delay, if I remember correctly. So they were, they've, been, they've been playing catch-up all the rest of the week until today, Sunday, because Tiger, I think, had to play 24 holes yesterday, and it was pretty noticeable that his back couldn't take it. But the 54-hole leader was the number one player in the world, the PGA 2020 Player of the Year, Mr. Dustin Johnson, started Sunday with the lead. And as of 11-12 of Sunday, he has a two-stroke lead behind Cameron Smith and your boy with the disgusting flow, look him up, Abraham Answer. So DJ has never, he's had the 54-hole lead or co-lead four times in a major. You know how many times he's closed out in one, Malcolm? How many times he's closed out? Four times? That'll be zero. He is 0-4 with 54-hole leads. Oh. So it should be a good wow. finish. He had a four-stroke lead going into today, Sunday, and it's down to two, and they've only played six holes. So a lot of golf still to be played. But yeah. the talk of the first two rounds was Bryson DeChambeau, who was the betting favorite, and I would say underwhelming performance. Yeah. My problem with him is he came out Friday after his round saying, oh, I was feeling dizzy. I wasn't feeling good. Shut the fuck up. Like, if you play bad, say you play bad. I don't want to hear excuses. Yeah. I don't want to hear you crying and whining about, oh, my head. Don't play if you're sick. Don't play, please. Yeah. I'm awesome. sure you're doing a lot of people favors by not playing and listening to you. And he's seeing you golf. That's just, I don't like, I'm not a fan of Bryson DeChambeau, but I'll steal his hat any day of the week. And you'll steal uh, his diet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Can't you tell? Uh, so DeChambeau is still playing today, Sunday. I think he was four under, so he's playing well. Jordan Spieth, obviously, he has not played well ever since he won the Masters. Ever since he won the Masters five years ago, if you can believe that was five years ago. He is under par. He should be finishing his roundup pretty soon. He hasn't played very well since the Masters win five years ago. So it should be another very nice Masters finish. And we only get to see Masters again in only four months for 2021 in April. Wow, can't wait for that. Vaccine out and everything. We'll be attending. We'll be attending. <laughs> yeah, hopefully COVID's <laughs> done by April of 2021. Have you seen yeah. the, I'm sure maybe you've seen it on IG or what, but this, the prices of food at the Masters compared no, to didn't. like everywhere else? Oh, like you, see, like you normally see like places that are like ridiculously expensive. The Masters, you can you could probably buy the whole menu for twenty bucks. The whole menu, it's unbelievable! Like a sandwich is like two fifty. What? I yeah, would... So I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. The reporter asked Dustin Johnson, "Oh, what's your favorite thing about Augusta?" Like, oh, you would say maybe the scenery, the history, the greens, the fairways. DJ, the sandwiches. 
<laughs> Can't beat that tuna and egg salad sandwich, man. Can't beat it. Yeah, it's just a pregame meal. Well, maybe it's the price because it's unbelievable how inexpensive Augusta National is. That's crazy. I would not expect that at all. Exactly. Like, I would say you could probably get your full meal for the whole day for 10 bucks or less. Oh, my gosh. Except man. the beer or the alcohol. Because I went alcohol. to the Canadian Open last year. Yeah, 2019? Yes, 2019. I don't know. Days all messed up because of COVID. But <laughs> you know how much of vodka and orange juice costs at Hamilton Golf and Country Club? Because it was bad. I want to say, say like $15, $17. Right in the middle at $16. 16 you know, wow. About, like, the size of what you pay for a drink at like, the airplane, like how big it is. Relatively sized, but yeah, sixty just, bucks for a Tito's Canada. and orange juice. <laughs> that's just Canada. Canada's overpriced for alcohol. Yeah, so still trying to cross off Tiger Woods to watch on my bucket list. So Masters week, that'd be a nice little great. Well, if it wasn't in April, it was gonna be it's gonna be a sick graduation send off. Honestly, if it wasn't in yeah. April. If it wasn't in April, like if it was, well, <laughs> pain to say it, but if it's Masters week in November twenty twenty two, or yeah, no, yeah. Or fourth year, 2021. Yeah. I would like that. I wouldn't like that, but I would like that at the same time so we can go watch. Yeah, I would like that too. Mm-hmm. So game picks, NFL, Malcolm, oh, yeah. 9 and 4 last week. Uh, your boy, Mr. Uh-uh himself, 10 and 3. He's only two games behind Mr. Mm-hmm. Grovace after I heard a lot of banter over the last couple of weeks after, oh my God, Malcolm's running away with this. He's been pulling out these one, ga- but one game. Back. Jacob's back. He's back. Only two games behind. And we're in week 10, which there's still seven more weeks to go. So and the think, race is far from over. I think this week is going to be a big week because I have a lot of like games where it's like, oh, really? You, you would pick that team over this team? So I hope, hopefully, this is the, the separation the here. The separation. But because Pardon? Masters is on Sunday, there are six four o'clock games to be played today. Damn. So. A lot of football to be spread around the clock. Holy, everyone plays at four today. Holy, exactly. I didn't even notice that. Uh, like, first game on the clock, Tampa Bay versus the Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay coming off arguably the worst loss of any team in the NFL season after yeah. going down 31 nothing at the half to the New Orleans Saints. Tampa is still favored by six. Carolina kept it close against the Kansas City Chiefs. So who do you have winning this NFC South tilt? Well, McCaffrey's out again, so there's no McCaffrey. But Davis will come back in, be the number one back. I think Tom Brady and his offensive juggernauts will come in and show up because after last game, they got to pick. They got to do way better than what they did last game. No yeah. picks. He's got to throw no picks. He's got to go for like five touchdowns, 300 yards. This guy's got to have a game. But mm-hmm. Carolina, they're not like a great defensive team, but they only do allow like the ninth most to wide receivers. So getting your receivers involved, the fact that he has three, four, five people who can catch the ball. I think it'll be a good game for Tom Brady, so I take time to bail for this one. Yeah, Tom Brady in his 20-plus year history in the league, that was his worst loss ever yeah. last week. So I think yeah. Tampa Bay is coming out with a vengeance this week. Sorry, Carolina, but you're on the wrong end of the stick this one. It's Tampa Bay for sure. Next, yeah. the Washington football team versus the Detroit Lions in a pick em. Washington costing your boy a nice pro line last week after Alex Smith threw two picks on his last three throws. <laughs> Thank you very much. He gets the start again this week. Uh, there's no chance wow. of getting with Alex Smith again. After what he did to me last Sunday, I go with the Detroit Lions. How about yourself? Yo, I agree. I think I'm going to go to the, the Lions as well. Hopefully they get some... DeAndre Swift has some more touches because I like to see him have more touches. 
Um, and he's really, really good. Left, correct. He's not my fan. He's not my fantasy team. I just I just like to see him get touches because he's a good football player. So hopefully he gets involved more. But I see ten, uh, Detroit winning this one. Yeah, never bet against Alex. Never bet with Alex Smith again. Next, the <laughs> Cleveland Browns coming off the bye against the Houston Texans after their win, to their win against the Lonely Jaguars last week. Cleveland favored by six in Houston this Sunday at one o'clock. Not much one o'clock games, like Malcolm said. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb back in the lineup for the Cleveland Browns. He was activated off IR after the sprained MCL in Dallas, which I think was an eternity go- ago, but it was only week four. Does the Browns go to six and three and stay in the hunt in the playoffs? Well, first, before I say who I want to win or who I think will win, well, you obviously know who I want to win. But Nick Chubb, we saw it with McCaffrey. McCaffrey came back, they activated him, he got injured again. I think Nick Chubb is kind of like, he's not the same type of player as McCaffrey, but he kind of plays with that physicality. And if you're continuing to play that physical, it just you're going to re-injure yourself. So I hope Chubb gets limited touches. They kind of keep Kareem Hunt as the number one guy and ease Chubb back into it. But knowing the Browns and their organization, they're a bunch of brain-dead guys over there. So they're going to rush him back in. And Houston's going to win this one um, today. Uh, so is that you're, you're telling me Houston's winning? Will Fuller has a touchdown every single game of the past seven games. Deshaun Watson's been getting better. David Johnson's back. Um, I just think J.J. JJ Watt will contain Nick Chubb if he decides to play. But Nick Chubb, if, if you're listening, Chubb, which you probably won't, you're not ever going no, to listen. Probably to not. But if you are, That'd be nice. don't play. Stay on the sidelines. Stay on the sidelines. Recover. Take your time. You, you, the Browns, they're not going to win a Super Bowl anytime soon. Take some time to recover. Go to another team. Oh, no, I think the Cream Hunt's going to flip rolls with Nick Chubb today. Like, Kareem, like Nick Chubb really? takes most of the carries, and, Nick, and Kareem Hunt comes in after him. I think it'll be flipped today. Cream Hunt will get the most of the carries with Nick Chubb. Like you said, easily putting him back into the th- fix of things, but... To say that Kareem Hunt or Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb and Christian McCaffrey are the same running back, I think is preposterous. No, not the same. I didn't say. I yes, specifically did. said they weren't the same. I said they oh, play with whoa. the same physicality. They well, play with the same. McCaffrey gets passing throws, man. Nick Chubb doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know. So I'm just Kareem saying they play with the same physicality. Nick Chubb some carries today. Nick Chubb's a big guy. Like he likes to run over people, so he's got to watch himself. I think. I think you're on meth if you think the Houston Texans are beating the Cleveland Browns today. I don't know nah, if your we'll brain's see. all scrambled from, like, all the money you take. But the Browns <laughs> are winning this one, okay? No, The Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Green Bay Packers. Uh, yeah, I don't have to take too much time on this one. Green Bay, fa- no, just to keep things interesting, Green Bay is favored by 13. Yeah. Do they beat the spread, Jacksonville? I, I don't think they'll beat the spread, no. I don't think they'll beat the spread because Jacksonville has been pr- – Green Bay's defense isn't anything special. You have James Robinson playing. You have DJ Chark playing. Uh, I don't, who's their quarterback? Is it still Minshew? Minshew or Jake Luton or lots of Yeah, so I don't know who it's going to be, but I obviously have Green Bay winning this one. Yeah. Devontae Adams putting up, I just think Devontae Adams, he's going to have a day, or they're going to maybe look for Valda Scantling because they're playing a weaker team, get more touches to other guys. So maybe it's not a big day for Devontae today. Yeah, I'll probably save him some uh, field time if Green Bay's getting this game out of hand at right at the first quarter. So. Yeah, exactly. NFC East tilt Philadelphia, the division leaders against the New York Giants. Philly favored by three and a half. If New York wins, they cut this NFC East division lead really close because both will be three-win teams. Wow, really? Um, I do think the Giants do pull this win off. I think honestly. so, too. I think so, too. I, think and so I, can't, too. I can't wait for Danny Dimes to get things going. I think he'll have a good game. Uh, Philly, they've been – well, the whole NFC East has been awful this Ooh. year. 
So I'm not even going to watch this game, but I hope the Giants win, and I think they'll win, pull it off. Well, yeah, like New York's last two games have been very, very good games. They kept a two-point conversion away from Tampa Bay, and they beat the Washington football team. Thanks again, Alex Smith. So Philadelphia has got their hands full today, although they do have their number one running back, Miles Sanders, back in the lineup. So that will definitely help the cause. Yeah. LA Chargers against the Miami surging Miami Dolphins, who have a playoff spot right now at 5 Five and three. three. LA just can't not seem to get anything going right for them. Miami is favored by two. Do Miami go and win their third straight? Yeah. Tua shows up over Justin Herbert today. They're just two and six. That's right. Char- Tua and Justin Herbert today. Exactly. Rookie showdown. Chargers are two and six. Miami's five and three. I think Miami's rolling. Their defense is just getting better and better as weeks go on. Chargers, they're just, if they do hold a lead, don't expect them to win because it's probably going to be Atlanta Falcons choke central. So, but yeah, I think Miami and Tua pull this one over. Yeah, I flip that. I think the LA Chargers finally get a win. They've been too close these last couple of weeks. Miami's defense has overperformed by the last two weeks, getting touchdowns every game for the last, since Tua has become the starter. Love to see so it. So I don't, do not think that they can manage to do that again for the third straight game. So I do think the Los Angeles Chargers win this. Next, tried the best 4 o'clock game on the schedule. The Buffalo yeah. Bills against the Arizona Cardinals. Buffalo, again, disrespected by not being the favorite today. Arizona is a two-and-a-half-point favorite after losing to the Miami, Miami Dolphins. So uh, I, think Buff- I think Buffalo is going to win this one, actually. I think Buffalo, after their big performance last week in Seattle, you know Seattle doesn't have a good defense. But... Arizona, they also don't have a good defense. You saw Tua tear them apart last week. So I think Josh Allen can do the same thing. He's got a big arm, probably the second biggest arm compared to Patty Mahomes uh, in this league. So I think he's going to be able to pull it off. But Kyler Murray, MVP, mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't know. It's going to be a close one, I think. But I think Buffalo will edge over. It'll be like a 2.3 point win. Yeah, Josh Norman is out for this game due to a COVID-19 positive test. Same. So. Look for Christian Kirk. I know you just talked to me before we came on air is that Christian Kirk could have a big day with DeAndre Hopkins. The newest fantasy owner, Mr. Malcolm, DeAndre Hopkins, and my new fantasy edition, Stephon Diggs, and I go at it today. I, do I also have Kirk in that league, too. <laughs> after picking them to beat Seattle, although Arizona Stevens probably give them a bit more of a challenge. Next, an AFC West tilt, the Denver Broncos versus the mm. Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas kind of on a roll five and three favored by four against the lonely broncos i don't know what to believe with these broncos men one week they come out and score 25 points and a half and then the next week they get blown out i don't know what to believe <laughs> well i'm believing in the denver broncos today and wow. i think they're, i think oh. they're gonna pull out i think they're gonna pull out the win against the raiders um like you said drew Locke, he's he's back now he's getting he's throwing the ball better He's not injured right now. I think they're not competing for anything. They're competing for themselves, and I think they won't get this win against the Raiders, who are still kind of injury-ridden. So I think that the Denver Broncos will pull out this win. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is having a pretty good second half of the season from what it's worth right now, running over Cleveland and running over the Los Angeles Chargers. And their backup, I believe his name is Hooker, but he has played unbelievable as well for how many touches he's only had and kind of putting the pressure on Josh Jacobs to perform. But I'm picking with my heart on this one because the Raiders need to lose to get the Browns into more playoff contention. I stick with the Denver Broncos, like you've said. So there's no deviation on that one. Yep. AFC North Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, the only undefeated team left in the NFL. Dallas Cowboys Let's gave go. Pittsburgh a scare 
last week. It did. It a did. Very, yes, that was, that my heart was something. racing, not going to lie. That something. That trick play where they almost got that touchdown, <laughs> I was losing my mind. I'm like, just tackle him, man. Tackle him. Yeah. Pittsburgh only favored by seven and a half. Joe Burrow is still on pace to beat that all-time rookie passing yards record held by Mr. Andrew Luck. But I think it's going to be tough to get some yards against this highly touted Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, because they're going to have to get the run game going against Pittsburgh, and that's virtually impossible, um, especially when Joe Mixon isn't even completely healthy and you have Giovanni Bernard, who's not like a number one running back. But I do believe in T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and not really A.J. Green, but T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd have been proven to be steady, consistent receivers over week after week. And I think they'll get a big few, maybe a few catches and whatnot. But Pittsburgh, obviously, I think is going to win. Yeah, no question about it. Seattle versus the Los Angeles Rams and the NFC West. LA is favored by two two points after Seattle gave up 40-plus points again to the Buffalo Bills. Is Seattle the most overrated division winner, division leader right now? Oh, they're definitely the most overrated, 100% because of their defense, but their offense is nothing short. Because they have Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf, Carson. Carson's not out. Carson's uh, not out, in today. Yes. Neither is Hyde. So, but Carson will be back hey, Dallas next week. again. Yeah, Dallas again. But Carson's back 100% next week. Rams, Jared Goff will have a day and a half. Field day. A Robert field Woods, day. Cup. But I do think Seattle does pull out this win. I don't think so. I think the Los Angeles really? Rams do win. Uh, the one thing that's going to win this game is going to be defense and yeah. One matchup I'm really looking forward to seeing today is DK Metcalf on Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. And That'll I'll be a great matchup. Next, San Francisco 49ers versus the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans favored by nine points. San Francisco, wow. not much playing for them this year. I Hopefully they tank to get a good draft pick. My question yeah. to you is, I was on the Mateus show this week. I don't know if you saw the story or not. I saw that, yeah. But do you think San Francisco drafts a quarterback in the draft if they fall into the top ten? If they fall into the top ten? Maybe, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I think that they can improve in a lot of positions because of injuries right now, too. But Jimmy G, when he played, when he came back, he didn't have a good day. Nick Mullins, I don't think, is that franchise quarterback they're looking for. Absolutely not. Um, so they get in there. Yeah, I don't see why not. Like, pick a quarterback. Do you think it's going to happen? Well, yes. Justin Fields, my boy from the oh, yeah. University, will not be the first quarterback taken, obviously, because Mr. Prince Charming Trevor Lawrence from Clemson will be the number one pick regardless of what team picks them. So the glaring number for me with Jimmy G is 63 yards in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So I don't know how he's still a quarterback right now because 63 yards in the NFC Championship game, if they lost, I think he He'd would be out of, out of San Francisco. He'd be gone. He would have. Back would've... to game picks, I do think the New Orleans Saints win. Yeah, yeah, same here. I exactly. Do. Yeah, Your I Sunday so. night football matchup it features the Baltimore Ravens at 6-2. and two. Versus the New England Patriots, who barely escaped losing to the 0-9 New York. Yeah, that was a close. You guys, uh, when we were on call, like your oh whole house was like, God. losing their hey. minds. Like, no way. Oh, my gosh. Well, first <laughs> of all, I don't know how they lost that game, man. Yeah. Joe Flacco, you're a seasoned veteran, man. Super Bowl champion. Honestly, Super you Bowl champion. You do that. Throw a pick. You're up by a touchdown. You threw... A Hail Mary pick in the fourth quarter into double coverage. Why? Joe Flacco. He's overrated, Why? man. We know this. How many we're, yards we're did AFC they have North in the fourth fans, quarter? Bro. How many yards did they have in the fourth quarter? Well, like Six. zero? Six. Six <laughs> yards Jeez. in 15 minutes. 
of crunch time to get your first win of the season. That's awful. I'm oh, and 16 is coming. It's a good thing they're on the bye this week. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, they Baltimore will pull this one out. But it will be closer than people expect because Lamar Jackson is the most overrated quarterback in the NFL. Right? Running back. Sorry, correction. He's, running a, back. he's a running back. Like, I'm still, I, I'm I know. Baltimore. <laughs> it's so funny how at first. Well, yeah, it's, it's funny since the beginning. Yeah, obviously it's Baltimore. But since the beginning, Lamar was saying, oh, I'm a running back, had that MVP season. It's like, oh, no, look, I'm more than a running back. And this season he's proving, oh, maybe you're just a running back, buddy, because mm-hmm. you have the worst passing offense in the league. The worst. The worst. 32nd overall. It's just not a surprise. Yeah. It's not. You're run, you just got to contain the run. And it's exactly that. Like Lamar Jackson saying, oh, they're calling out our plays on defense every time yeah. because you run the same thing every time. Exactly. John Harbaugh, not a good coach. No, sorry. Or offensive coordinator, Greg Roman. Exactly. Monday Nighter features in the NFC North matchup between the Minnesota Vikings and the Chicago Bears, who have kind of fallen down to earth after their hot start. Minnesota, favored by three. Does Dalvin Cook get legitimate MVP conversation this year? If if he continues to play the way he's playing, then yes, he should. That's a, what is it, Ladinian Tomlinson type season almost? Like he's Adrian Peterson up- type season. Adrian Peterson type Which season happens too. to be a Minnesota Viking as well when he won MVP exactly. in 07. Exactly. I was about to say the same thing. And I think Minnesota will win this game. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Chicago's defense is good. They're known for their defense, obviously. But Dalvin Cook is really good. They have Justin Jefferson. They have um, what's Adam, his Thielen. Face? Adam Thielen. But they do have the one, most, one of the most overrated quarterbacks in Kirk Cousins. Yes. So that's an issue. Hand the ball off to Cook. Let him do, his, let him thing do his thing. Yeah, exactly that. To your receivers and yep. it's over. Just get 200 all purpose yards like he normally does and get 35 like, fantasy points. It's just a, exactly. It's, it's just a nice easy. Blend. It's easy. Yeah. Vikings pull this one out. Yeah. Lastly, the weekend was announced this week that he is going to be the halftime performer for the Super Bowl. You like it? Yeah. Uh, I love the weekend. He's good. He's a good artist, good Canadian boy. Get him in. Yeah, the so he and Shania Twain and are the, the only two show. Canadian artists to be in the Super Bowl halftime show. That's crazy. But do you? Do you uh, this is about the, the Super Bowl. Do you agree with them having that many fans that they're projected to have like fifty percent capacity? Wow, well, that's a long ways from now. You don't know what's going to be. Still f- oh my exactly. goodness. Okay, first I'm just sorry. Here we have a little update from the Masters. Roy McIlroy making a charge. He is only five okay. back of the lead. So oh. he's got his back nine to play. So he is making a push at Augusta. But sorry, back to I'd the like to football. See Roy, Who would you rather see in place of the weekend? Because I have a couple picks. In place of them? I don't know, man. I can't. I wasn't really concerned about the halftime performer, and I just heard that weekend's there, and I was like, okay, I love the weekend. So I really haven't th- thought about it. How about you? How Post Malone has not gotten the halftime show nod is besides the fact. Because he's That's got crazy. a lot of good songs and a lot of different genres and a lot of everybody's demographic likes Post Malone. You, then The weekend is more like our kind of... our kind of. It's, it's crazy that you say that. Or girls who do TikToks. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy that you say that because Trevor and I, my roommate, we've been just listening nonstop yesterday in the past few days to Post Malone. We made a playlist. It's mostly just Post Malone and like... Some other artists, but it's a lot of Post Malone, and a lot of people like Post Malone. So yeah, I agree and a lot of people older than us like Post Malone. Exactly. I don't. My mom loves Post Malone. Like, here, my like, point exactly. So I think yeah. 2021, or I guess that's 2021 Super Bowl coming up. 2022 Super Bowl, I think Post Malone should be considered for sure. If yeah. the weekend doesn't put up blinding lights, he's not the halftime performer. Hot take. Yeah. Yeah. Hot take. 
Um, but we're going to get into the association now, as Jay likes to say, with the NBA. Uh, more not a, not a busy week, obviously, because there's no NBA being played until December 22nd. Well, well, we will. But we do have a few things to announce. So Russell Wils- Wilson, Westbrook, he wants out of Houston, which was a huge shocker after we talked about how we thought Westbrook and Harden would stay on Houston because they just want to stay there. Yeah, we nailed that one on the tee. Yeah, and so who do you think are potential suitors? And does Harden follow suit? Does he follow Westbrook, or does he go somewhere else? I would love if Russell Westbrook joins the New York Knicks. I would love that very much, so much. That'd be a great. Thibodeau, the new head coach of the New York Knicks, says he wants to make a Blake splash. And Russell Westbrook wants out. The Knicks are in need of a point guard. Him and RJ, Tom, the coach, the bando. It's Thibodeau, right? Tom Thibodeau? Yes. He's, he said to the – I just saw this this morning. He's like, yeah, I want to make win-now moves with this organization. So get Westbrook. That's a one. That's that's number one off the checklist there. But so, in terms yeah. of James Harden, he's been linked to Philly. Simmons for Harden, one for one. I don't think that's going to happen. You keep saying that. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to change – if they keep – if they trade Westbrook, they're not going to trade Harden, I don't think so. Um, I see here you have Victor Oladipo. He wants to be traded out of Indiana. But I also did see that he also said, I'm committed to this organization. So there's a yeah. lot of back and forth with what's going on, I think. Well, it was this season that he was talking to other teams while playing yeah. games. Like, oh, could, do you think I should think I come? I want to play for you guys. Yeah. It's not good, bro. It's not good to have that kind no, of but he, mentality. But he came in, you know, because he came out after that, after those, like, rumors were, like, were made public he came out and said no like that's not true like i want to be with indiana i don't know if he's just saying that to cover his ass but either way i think he won't stay in indiana he's not, i don't think he's a great fit in indiana um and i just don't think any after that after you go he's talking to the knicks joining the knicks he wants the, knicks the raptors over the pacers and the raptors yeah but the raptors are a good team i'm just talking about like he wants to go play with the knicks instead of indiana well but i know a, we're talking about the raptors it's not on the list but fred van fleet saying yeah. he wants to cash out and free agency. Yeah, I saw that free too. Free agency begins November 20th, which today is the 15th. So it's coming up pretty quick. Uh, oh, five more days. Holy. So I don't know if Freddie's going to be a Raptor Your after this. going to have to get back on the heels like we did in NHL for and seeing hop on the insider <laughs> bandwagon again. Yeah. Um, oh, my Boston Celtics. I love this when I heard this. They've expressed some interest in Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday has been one of the most underrated players. He's on the Pelicans right now, I think. Um, he's been he's been playing good like good basketball, but he's in New Orleans, just like Anthony Davis. He don't get a lot of exposure in New Orleans for basketball, at least. And I think if he hits a big market like Boston, I'm surprised that Boston wants him. But I wonder what the package would be sent back to. So I don't know. Not and smart. Oh, Marcus Smart should be a starting oh. point guard. Agree or disagree? I think he should be a starting point guard. He, this guy's good defensively. He can hit his three sometimes when he wants to. He's getting better about it. But before we move on, I also saw this morning about... Oh, which player was it? Oh, yeah, here we go. The Lakers, the LA Lakers, are on the verge of acquiring oh, yes. Dennis Schroeder from the Thunder. OKC. OKC. So well, they're rich in point guards. So I mean, I the Lakers want everyone. Like even here, they're interested in Demar Derozan. <laughs> yes, but have you seen the package they want to give up to get Demar Derozan? No, what's the package? It would be Mr. Danny Green returning to San Antonio. Oh wow! And Mr. Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma. That wouldn't even be a bad trade, honestly. Have you seen an... the City Edition journeys, jerseys for San Antonio? No, are they nice? Oh my God! Do you remember like the '90s, like 
old school with the three stripes. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that with the black. It's unbelievable. Really? But you know who's not like, pictured wearing those City Edition jerseys? DeMar DeRozan. From, oh. The but shoot, he, uh... like, the shoot to show off, like, the reveal. DeRozan yeah. was not part of it. So that really does raise some eyebrows. Yeah, because he's, like, your number one guy there. Who else can you name on the Spurs if you're a casual DeJounte NBA Murray? fan? No, yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a casual NBA fan... Close. Can you? Yeah, exactly. Jay's not the casual NBA fan, so exactly. So the fact that he's not there, I don't know. Um, the Mavs are interested in bringing a third star to the team, along with Doncic and Porzingis. Also obviously Westbrook. there right now. Westbrook would also be another great addition. Uh, uh, they he said he wants Seth to be. Curry. He wants to be the guy. And yeah, he wants to be the guy. So he can't. the locker room. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe Oladipo. He's been linked to Dallas. That'd be kind of nasty. Yeah. Doncic, Depot, and the unicorn. Yeah, I don't know, but they they still have Seth Curry there. Obviously, he's nothing much of a star right now. He's not uh, an all star yeah. or anything. So yeah, I think bringing a third star to them, I think they'll be contenders if they bring a third star. I don't think they have a shot at the NBA title next year because you saw how Luca played last year against the Clippers. Uh, well, not last year, this year against the Clippers, and they lost unfortunately. I was rooting for Luca after he made that amazing mm. game winning shot. But yeah, hopefully they're able to bring in a third person and make a run for it. Uh, so like Jay said, free agency begins on November 20th. So we'll see a lot of free agencies. We'll give you, well, on Saturday or Sunday again next we'll week, busy. we'll give you all the hot topic, hot news about the free agencies. Might go live and, uh, all day on Saturday. Could possibly we do go live. We go live. Oh, no, I can't go live Saturday. Well, yeah, nice, bud. I'm sorry. Continue. It's my anniversary. Um, NBA draft is on Wednesday, um, December 18th. Lamelo is looking to be the number one overall pick. People are saying he's going to be the number one overall. What do you think? You're in a fantasy world of Lamelo Ball goes number one overall. Mr. And Anthony Edwards. Edwards from the University of Georgia will be your first overall yeah. pick in the 2020 NBA draft to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Who would love to have Mr. Anthony Edwards on this team because him, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns could be oh. a pretty disgusting big three and could that hopefully help them lure some free agents and make them possibly that it could help them lure some free agents on yeah. Friday? Friday is the 20th? Yes, Friday, Friday is the yeah. 20th. So we get to the baseball now. The man- A lot of the hardware has been given out. Manager of the year, kind of a shocker, Marlins manager Don Mattingly and Ray's Kevin Cash. Don Mattingly, I don't think a whole lot of people give the Marlins a shot to do anything this yeah. season. And with the COVID scare they've had to start off the season and make the playoffs and even win a series against the Chicago Cubs. So good on Don Mattingly to win that and raise Kevin Cash. I think it's a no-brainer. Take them, took them to the World Series <laughs> the first time since 2008. Had the yeah, second-best exactly. record in all of baseball. And with the third-lowest payroll, I believe. Something yeah, I that. think so. So good on him. MVP awards announced. Fernando Tatis Jr., not one of them. Kind of disappointed. Who's not at one of them? Fernando Tatis Jr. I was going to say the same thing. I really wanted Tatis Jr. after his performances here or the short season. I thought he was going to win it, but obviously he didn't, which is whatever. Yeah. I would have put money on it too. Uh, though. Braves, Freddie Freeman won it, as well as the AL MVP award winner goes to the White Sox, Jose Abreu, who I would say a lot of people don't know who the casual baseball fan, Malcolm likes to say casual, I don't know who Jose Abreu is. 
Exactly. Not he a lot did of people lead the know. league in RBI this season with 60 in a 60-game season. Mm-hmm. And the White Sox did make the playoffs. So yeah, they did. He is arguably one of the best sluggers in all of baseball. So Mike Trout, sorry, bud, but you don't win an MVP because I know you're always in the conversation. Cy Young Award winners, the NL goes to probably the most savage guy in all of baseball, Mr. Trevor Bauer, yeah. who was looking to cash out in free agency, and this will definitely help his cause. Had an ERA of 1.76. Kind of nasty. Jeez, 1.76. That is disgusting. Holy crap. And our, it was a short season too, but still, that's come so knock him. And a no-brainer yeah, still, for, still really good. I would say, the casual baseball fan, the Indian Shane Bieber winning the AL Cy Young Award winner, had the record for most strikeouts in his first two games to start off an MLB season with 24, and he just did not mm. stop. Absolute machine. Well-deserved. And probably, if you're not in Spima, you definitely heard about this one. Marlins make history by making Kim Ng the first female general manager in MLB history. This and is a monumental hire among I think so too. all fields, but, not only in baseball, but in the sports world in general, because you're going to see a lot more females getting more front office positions because of what the Marlins have done to make Kim Ng the first female GM in baseball history. And Kim Ng, was, she has like, what, 30 years of experience. I think she's the most overqualified like she, she, like I'm, like I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying like she deserved this position. I think a it while ago. It's taken too long. Exactly, it's taken too long. When you have, I saw where it's like when you have guys like who are coming into their 30s and becoming GMs, and co- head coaches, and they're 30 years old, and then you have these women like Kim who were 30 years, or how old these guys are, 30 years to get to a GM position is really, it's crazy, and it's just crazy. To sh- it kind of shows how like. Uh, male-dominated the sports industry is right now. And I think it is about time for a lot of these. Um, like You see, I think there's going to be a lot more positions opening up, like with the Spurs, how um, Tim Duncan stepped down. I think yes. you'll see another woman in Becky that Hammond. position. Exactly. And I think she might be, like, she could take over for Greg. When he, exactly. When he retires and he's out, why not? Like, these, it's not, it's not like women don't know anything about sports. It's, or aren't qualified enough. They're very qualified. They're just as smart or smarter than most guys in sports. So um, I think it's just about time that this happened. Yes, and just to stray away from the female aspect of it, I think you'll see more people who aren't affiliated with playing the game of the sport that they're in to get yeah. front office positions. Like, yeah. Me, because you don't have to be good at a sport to know what you're doing. Exactly. So, Spima kids, you're welcome. <laughs> And then kick ugh, to end it all off. We don't have much NHL news, but the it biggest thing quiet. it's just one thing. Um, they did give a little preview about the reverse retro jerseys. <laughs> Some of them were kind of nasty as sports guys, if you ask me. Exactly. Um, yeah. What do you think? What, which ones are your favorite? Well, the Quebec Nordique Colorado Avalanche collab is unbelievable. Yeah, that one's nasty. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that one's From pretty nasty. From what I nasty. understand, the New York Rangers logo will feature the Statue of Liberty NYR. On it. Really? That will be very nice. Ooh. Montreal's is blue. <laughs> and I am. So I'm looking at that. I'm not, I don't even know if I'm a big fan of that. Uh. So, with these reverse retro jerseys coming out, it kind of dawned upon me like when you're playing NHL, right? And you get to see all these jerseys you get to pick from. The early 2000s Buffalo Sabres jerseys are not in the games. Don't, bro. And it those baffles the me. Those it baffles me. Jerseys ever. I love those. I jerseys. know. 
those are like my favorite jerseys of all time. That and logo. they're not in the games. Uh, if they're not the retro they... jersey, man, I don't know. I would love I think it. Buffalo fans may be a little teased <laughs> if it's yeah. not. Like, they're unbelievably nice. But some, like, are yeah. kind of like reverse retro jerseys in the aspect. The St. Louis Blues, I don't understand at all. They're red. <laughs> I, I know. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it makes zero sense. It makes zero make sense. No. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes jerseys are kind of sweet. Kind of yeah. Phoenix Sun colors. Yeah. They're pretty uh, nasty. Their logo, they, they had some weird jerseys over the years. Remember you know what, their, yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah, they, they've had some pretty weird ones, but hopefully, I hope a lot of them are just nice to look at. Uh, the Calgary Flames know, are bringing back the horse. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So you have all these jerseys coming out. Like in NBA, you have the city jerseys, and NHL, you have oh, these retro you see jerseys. the Sixers city edition jersey? No, I did not. Oh, it's they, vile. They're bad, oh, <laughs> obviously. Oh. It's the Sixers, come on. Like kissing your mother-in-law. Oh, jeez. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but hopefully we get to see more jerseys come out, not just threads. So if we get to see them, you'll see it on our IG story because they're looking pretty schnasty. Yeah, they're so looking nice. hopefully Trevor will be able to come on this week for NBA trivia because the questions are made. Post-2000s, it's going to be good, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, 15 for 15 or bust for Malcolm. Or bust. Exactly. So until then, we'll be seeing maybe NBA draft special on Wednesday night. Maybe we'll see. NBA pre-agency coming on Friday, but Malcolm's too busy with the wife. So, until then... Saturday. Saturday. Oh, so we got Friday night NBA pre-agency talk. That's what I'm hearing? Yes. I like. Very nice. Very nice. So, NBA trivia. NBA draft. NBA free agency. What other sports do you need? It's all NBA this week. All NBA. (laughs) Exactly. December 22nd. NBA starts. NBA starts. And no All-Star game. Yeah. Well, I I didn't like the All-Star game. A lot of fans (laughs) are happy on that one. But, yeah. All NBA. For... U.S. Thanksgiving week, it's Jacob and Cole.